Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Picks from the yard, divisional round of the playoffs, first show of 2020, the Roaring Twenties are back. We have the uh, college championship finally after a couple week hiatus, big weekend of football, and Clegg's Corner is back. He uh, he had a good week last week, a lot going on, uh, We, uh, we the games were great last weekend. I'd like to introduce my guest, my brother, Richard the Math Whisperer, Salvatore. It's great to be back. Uh, for This weekend, in my opinion, is the best weekend of football, because you have you know two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, the best teams are playing, and you got the championship uh, college game on Monday night. So. Yeah, in the past, I think it's been tied into the uh, wild card round, so it's actually, even though we had to wait for it, it makes for a nice cap or two. Uh, there's going to be three days in a row of great football, hopefully. And returning, uh, number one Vikings fan on top of the world, you like that, is uh, William Bill Bonvivant Lesko. You enjoy that game? That was pretty good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happier that the Vikings were for this round also. It was amazing. I actually flipped. Well, we'll talk about that later, but uh, I was shocked they won outright. I, I, I had a, a last-minute feeling they had a chance to cover, but uh, it was something yeah. else. That's when, uh, Mike, you know, your heart helps when, when you bet, when you don't go with your head. I mean, nobody gave him a chance. Nobody gave him a The only angle on – there's one angle in that game, and it was the angle – Willie Lesko's not at the game. Exactly. So maybe, <laughs> maybe the Vikings have a chance. But other than that, there was nothing. We talked I'm about two and two in Minneapolis. Two and oh, two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Just two. recent history recent hasn't history been that bad. bad. Uh, yeah, we, we, we have a short, short-term memory here at Bix from the Yard. Whatever it's all working, we'll go with that. There was talk of sending you down there, but it would have been uh, – it was something else. Congrats, buddy. I would have accepted. <laughs> as uh, as I touched on last week, we did all right. We went four and four. Not great. I, uh, I had a loser on Philly that game. I mean, they knocked, you know, cheap shot artists in Seattle, knocked Wentz out of the game, and, uh, and they brought in McCown, who hadn't played, uh, what did you say, Richard? Was- He'd never played in a playoff game in his career. He played off uh, a debut at age 40. 40 years old, go get him. The season's on the line, buddy. And he was uh, he's a, he's a, a wee bit cautious yeah, at, skittish. The of, at the end of the <laughs> game. That's there. a good word. They, yeah. uh, they managed to stay in it. Philly's D was actually played great. It was uh, more exciting than it should have been, but... Uh, it was a shame they knocked Wentz out, but uh, oh well. Poor Dodgy. He'll get over it. The, the, the fans are, you know, valiant effort. I had a winner on the uh, Tennessee-New England under. I was uh, That game was quite enjoyable for uh, for a lot of people south of Connecticut. Richard went 1-1. One and one. Alabama rolled. It was uh, I think it was a little tight in the first quarter. Then it was just, you know, a rout. And then Buffalo, my God. I mean, these poor fans. That game was it was done at the half. Yeah, I, 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 that's one of those things, though. You watch those games to dominate, and you only get the uh, field goals. It was almost like the Clemson Ohio State game. You got to put a point. You cannot. You have to. Yeah, you can't dilly dally. I mean, it was it, and the whole game turned, and then the end got so uh, ugly and messy. And uh, Josh Allen lost, lost his marbles there for a little while, and they still <laughs> still managed to get it to overtime. But uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it was a crazy. I was barked. I was working, and everybody in the bar was just like, "What?" 
what? What? It was like the most, one of the craziest games I've ever. Uh, yeah, it was a fun game. I I uh, I was at a storytelling uh, uh, show. Uh, Adam Wade and our producer Will Clegg were telling stories, so probably a good thing. I was checking on my phone every once in a while. Oh, your but if I was watching the game, I think I would have been very frustrated. Watching was, your phone must have been because you must have been like, what the heck is going on I, here? I, it looked like at halftime, and then even. I felt like deep into the third quarter, they still had a big lead, and then all of a sudden, it completely changed. When they came out in the first half, at the second half, and went three and out, I thought it might be over. And then uh, the but, whole you, the whole thing just. And I mean, the Bills still had a good chance to cover. There were a number of two point conversions. We exactly. almost got on a good number right, there. That's right, where it was but, on like a two or a one back and forth. But they had, yeah, they had two two point conversions. And at, late in the game, I saw it afterwards that blindside hit a call, which seemed ridiculous. So there was so much. It was, a tough, it was a tough fans. loss. It's yeah, you feel bad for them. They haven't a, won a title in that town, I think, since the 60s, pre-NFL. So uh, when it was like the AFC or the, or the AFL, and uh, yeah, you got to feel bad for the fans. Yeah. Even though it was a great in-game betting game. Oh, yeah, there was uh, a lot of money yes, to be well, made. And there's somebody uh, sitting here maybe got a yeah. Houston at 10 to 1. <laughs> somebody sitting <laughs> across from me right now. That's a very uh, wise play there. Jim Dodge, 2 and 0. Oh. He had, he called the under in the Seattle Philly game, and that was uh, that was that was a an easy one, especially when uh, McCown came in. The game crawled to a halt, and that was a that was a, a, a rocking chair, as they call it, easy winner. And then he called the demise of the Patriots correctly, Tennessee with an outright win. And my God, the cheer! It was as if the Giants won a playoff game. The, the bar went crazy when uh, when 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 the Golden Boy threw that pick late. It was uh, it was. So I mean, it was awesome to watch. Tennessee played a great game, and uh, Vrabel Vrabel got a bell check on a little. Uh, <laughs> he did he did a little. Uh, I, I, I don't say out coaching, but he pulled a bell check move on Bel- and bell check was going bonkers on the sideline. Yeah, it was like giving him a taste of his own medicine. Basically, did Stretching what Belichick did earlier in the year, and Belichick went nuts. So yeah. I, that was so much fun to watch. It was uh, it, it was, was great. <laughs> and uh, and now we'll see what happens to the the dynasty, perhaps over. And uh, Wade, Adam Wade, zero two. He was dropping his album. He had a lot going on, so I don't, you know, I don't know. If, the, the BC was a was a was a route, and then well, we all like New Orleans, so well, except well, maybe Willie, but uh, we uh, that was uh, that was quite a surprise there. So, uh, oh, like I said, overall four and four, not too bad. The parlay was a loser: Buffalo loser, Philly loser, Tennessee. I mean, although both those, I mean, could have. Both of those games Absolutely. could have gone our way, so I'm not, right. I'm not disheartened yet. We still got a couple weeks left to get our money back, so uh, let's see if we can we can turn it around. Right, a lot of coaching uh, changes have happened since we were last on the air. The slowest process ever for firing a coach at Dallas Cup. I don't know what was going on. They're like, he's not going to be part of the team. There was exit interview. I just fired the guy. I guess like the most stretched out thing ever. The, the Giants still had to ask for permission to interview him after they already hired uh, McCarthy. It, it right? was crazy. Yeah, yeah they, wouldn't, they, they wouldn't officially. His contract just, still goes to the 14th. I think he's still, I think he's still an employee. Just end this already. It was like a never-ending saga. 
got. They were and, waiting uh, for the Christmas party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't yeah, it felt like they were stringing him along, right? And then they they interviewed him again, as if to say maybe they're going to have him back. Oh. Uh, yeah, just be done with it. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite a process, but they ended up with McCarthy. Who had, I mean, we'll see. You know, they they always talk up going into it. You know, he got he got a bad rap. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I guess, didn't like him, but when you see what he's accomplished, they they're showing all that this week. I mean, it seems like a solid coach. I, I guess we'll uh, we're going to find out if he. But he also has to deal with a, an interesting situation. A very interesting there. situation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pressure packed. Yeah. Owner micromanaging every move. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. Uh, Instead of the prima donna quarterback, you got the prima donna owner. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. It's going to make. So we shall see if uh, this whole mess has been Garrett's fault the last uh, bunch of years. And, uh, and then the Panthers and Giants, both uh, the Panthers swooped in and got the Giants guy, I guess. I mean, uh, isn't that the rule? Is that who the Giants were talking up? And, uh, yeah, that's a lot of, lot of word about them getting the Giants getting ruled because he's, that's the only place he ever coached in the NFL, all those other things. But you know what? $60 million, that could change your mind. That's yeah. a lot of money. That and there's a, well, they say after he got offered that deal, he called the Giants just to feel him out and whether they'd be willing to go close to that number. And they said no, you know, no. And I don't blame the Giants. I mean, I think Rule's the best candidate out there, but seven-year contract, sixty million, never coached in the NFL and, before. Yeah. And they had to that's pay a like, lot of money. They had I mean, pay that's a lot of years. Five or ten million to get him out of his Baylor contract. Right. right. Yeah, so that's a big-time commitment. So we'll see. We'll see how but – it, but it's this guy, uh, David Tepper, who apparently has money to burn. He's buying franchises all over the place, and he's throwing all this money. He's got no problem throwing the money around. He's probably – used to be a Jersey guy. Is that right? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, so they're, uh, they're they're pretty happy with a rule. And the Giants got – I guess his name was – it wasn't the uh, – the uh, the sexiest name as 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 we say out there, but uh, I guess his name was thrown in in the beginning. I didn't hear uh, this guy's name mentioned until they they hired him, but I was not paying. You know, I'm a Jets fan, so I was yeah. uh, I was not. Exactly- he was always like in the list. You know, yeah. they had Rule, him, McCarthy, um- Judge, JoJo. What's his name? J- is his name? I know his last name is Judge. We'll call him Judge. We'll call him Judge. He. Uh, they say he really impressed in the interview. They say he's got great leadership ability, but he's a Patriots assistant. And my take on that is, which they of them never, have been yeah, successful? You know, yeah. we, Willie was saying Bill O'Brien's had some success. He's gotten to the playoffs, but I feel like there've been so many disappointments. And it's almost like whatever Belichick does, he's not sharing the secret sauce with the assistants because <laughs> yeah. they go elsewhere and they don't have anywhere near the success that Belichick has. Uh, Vrabel, Vrabel as a player. Yeah. Well, he was a player. Took, right, yeah, right, it took right. a lot away from him apparently and yeah. uh, he's, right. he's he's doing a pretty good job in Tennessee. But uh, we'll see. I mean, he had a good pedigree. He also worked with Saban. So the Giants, right, you never, I mean, really, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew who was going to be good? Exactly. Like, go back. People are like, screaming and yelling on New York sports radio. Like, who knows? Let's just wait and see. I mean, you know. Let play, yeah, let, let's get a game under our belt. Let's see. You know, a bad, uh, you know, choice. I'll say this: I don't think it can be any worse than Shermer because no, Shermer was terrible. Oh, so it's probably an upgrade, and I think Dallas is an upgrade too. You know, because I think uh, uh, Garrett was 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 bad and wouldn't win late in the year, and at least McCarthy had some playoff runs and won a Super Bowl. So that I think division, those are three new coaches in that division. It's going to be that's a right. Wild. And Rivera, yeah, I mean, and the Redskins, Redskins. That's a good so. coach they hired. So although that's another organization that the owner I think owner. screws things up. But Rivera so. had a great. Uh, Great new press conference, which doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach. And I like that he hired uh, Jack Del Rio as the defensive coordinator. Yes. I always like Jack yeah. Del Rio. Yeah. It's going to be uh, that division should be very interesting. And and then the Patriots out. 
knocked out of the playoffs in the uh, in the wild card round. It was so sweet. I can't even like I mentioned earlier. I'm a, every bar I think south of Connecticut went crazy when that game when that came in. It was. Uh, it was something else. It was something, not with a not with a bang, but with a whimper. They didn't even get to a big game against Kansas City nope. that everyone was looking forward to. And 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 Brady might his last play as a Patriot quarterback might be that pick that six. Pick so six. how <laughs> sweet is that awesome. as a Jet anti Patriot fan? I mean, how is Belichick and the presser right after about Brady returning? His head almost exploded. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about the game. It was not nope. some brave reporter out there because yeah. uh, a lot of speculation. What's going to happen with the golden boy we'll see uh you know yeah it was interesting though how like past few years you've had new england start off sort of iffy 500 and this year they started off like they were the best team ever you know their defense was outscoring their yeah. other offenses and then just sort of puttered out at the end i think they went four and five in their last nine games and i love that was it just like henry he, they just gave henry the ball we're running it down your throat to try to stop us and they just did not have the personnel to do it and tennessee just it was an awesome awesome win i uh, i couldn't have been happier Made my uh, made my weekend. Sorry, I'm such a such a Patriots hater. I can't shake it. It's hard not to enjoy it. I, I you know, I mean, it's it, yeah, it it, it, it it it's it's it is sweet in a way. It is. I mean, Poor I hate Patriots the, yeah. fans. Yeah. Well, you don't feel too bad for them. All right, and away we go. We got a. Uh Four, four games this weekend and the championship Monday. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Last week was was awesome, and I expect the same this week. I'm going to start off with a – I'm going to take – I flipped on this game. I liked Kansas City when I first saw the matchup. Houston's going out there. You got uh, Andy Reid coming off the bye. is like a big thing that gets thrown about, how great he is, game plan, everything. But this is another situation with, with, with just like Minnesota going into New Orleans. Nobody is giving Houston a chance – and I am ch- I've changed my mind based on every single person saying a Kansas City's going to roll them. Houston looked terrible last week. I just you're getting nine and a half, and I'm going to take the Texans and ride it out here because, like I said, I just it may even go. I don't know if it'll cross over to ten, but uh, it it's it, it's too juicy for me to pass up when everybody's talking up Kansas City. Everyone's on Kansas City, and I, I yeah I, I I my first take was yeah Kansas City's probably going to win, but it, 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 I I agree. Everyone is on Kansas City, and Houston's kind of playing with house money now. You know, there's not a lot of pressure on them. They they kind of they got yeah, they played right. awful, and they, 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 they made they, they got that out of their system. So hopefully, right, yeah. but it's again it's interesting. I, I I sort of was thinking like you did originally that there's going to be a blowout this weekend. You feel like there's got to be one blowout game, and if I had to pick one, that would have been the one. But everything's sort of counterintuitive the other way. You know, we're 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 going against we're going against the uh, my my limited public. Uh, Chatter with people talking then, up KC. I'm gonna. I'm going against. And it. the other cool thing is what the quarterback thing. You have like the past three years. You have uh, Watson versus Mahomes, and then hope then possibly one of them against. Uh, yeah, Mark Jackson. Right, next right. week, yeah, it's great. Yeah, like all the, uh, the, the young guns. It's the changing of the guard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we didn't mention uh, Breeze having a, a rough game, but Breeze and Brady. The it's like the, it. it it's, Rogers is still around, but the young guns. There are a lot of young guns in the playoffs, and especially on the AFC side. The league is uh, is slowly turning the page here. Okay, for my first pick, I'm just gonna go with the obvious and take my Vikings. Get the homer pick <laughs> the out home, of the way. Homer pick, just get it done. I don't want to jinx them, but I mean they. They have the, they've had the talent all year. They've had some injuries, you know, with, uh, you know, I think uh, Cook and Thielen hadn't played together since October. 
Uh, they have the defensive line is one of the best in the league. I mean, they overcame an early turnover. Who, Thielen, who turned the ball over the, right Thielen away? Thielen fumbled right away. New Orleans. So New Orleans started out in a, couldn't have been in a better spot, and yeah. they and then and then Again, Minnesota get, just and they only got the field goal. The same kind of thing. Defense just played nasty. I mean, they had Breeze. It was uh, and I saw one of these ridiculous spreadsheet uh, type, you know, predictions kind of things that the last three teams that fumbled on the first drive in the playoffs won the Super Bowl. I don't know how they how dig dig how are they deep. It's good. That is digging deep. That is some deep digging. Uh, I I I like this pick. I do like this pick, and I think Minnesota kind of got a monkey off their back last week, you know, because there was still that chatter about Cousins in a big game on the road against the hostile crowd of his career in New Orleans, and and that that last drive down the field, and now you know I think you get a little freedom out of that. Like, all right, I won a a big game where everyone was doubting me, and and sometimes the team can kind of catapult off. That. I think it's a tougher out in New Orleans than it's going to be in, in San Francisco. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they got the tougher one, I feel like, out, out of, I mean, it's San Fran's a slightly better team, but New Orleans is a tough place to go in and win. Yeah. If they've got to yeah. be. And if the Vikings defense can get the pressure on Jimmy G that they got yes. on Drew Brees, oh, I, right. I, I, I feel right. pretty good about that game. All right. For, uh, for my first pick, uh, I'm going with Seattle. Um, they're going into Green Bay, they're getting four points. You have a situation here where you have two teams that. Have have been winning, but not really impressing. But I I like the fact that Seattle's getting four points, and also they've been a, in a lot of close games this year, and they find a way. They find a way to win they these grind games. out wins, or, the, or a lot of their losses have been by less than one score. They've been in almost every week this year yeah. in in every game. And you know, like I said, a lot of one score games. I feel like Green Bay could be the worst thirteen and three team. Well, it's funny. Ever. I mean, like I, just, I think both of them. They, yeah. it, like that's old Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are, but not really. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not good thirteen it's, and three teams. Uh, it's it is interesting. Though. They're the two guys, the two QBs with the most experience uh, playoff wise. So. We'll, we'll see if that comes into play next week. One of them's getting out of here, and uh, we'll see how that, that, that rolls into next week. But these are probably the two least impressive teams out of, out of the eight, I, I would think. I mean. Right, right. And, and, and Seattle comes off two weeks ago playing a tough game against San Francisco where they were right there, and then another tough game, a tough win. Whereas you have Green Bay, two weeks ago, they struggled against the Lions. In Three a game weeks ago, that they struggled they, against right, Washington. Right, right. So they've been, they're not going in in the right way, and then and then having the week off, I mean, I could see them coming out a little bit dull, and Seattle coming out, you know, strong right off the bat. And so, you got to give the coaching advantage to Seattle, too. So I, I, I like absolutely. The, I like the four here. I mean, it should... Yeah. That's the, it's just one of those games I really didn't know which way to go, so I just like to take the take points. Take the points, right. All right, I'm taking an under here. I'm going to go uh, Tennessee, Baltimore, under 46 and a half. I know Baltimore is just just a scoring machine, but uh, I got to trust. Uh, I got to trust Tennessee's uh, coaching to to the, the only real chance they have, and they have the guy to do it is to keep their offense on the field, keep Baltimore's offense off the field, and just have Henry run the ball and run that clock. It's uh, it's a pretty big nut, forty six and a half, and and like I said, Tennessee, you know their their game plan. I, I, I mean, I'll be shocked if it's anything but trying to slow the game down to a crawl and keep that that high powered offense off the field. So I do uh, I do like this under. It's not the most exciting uh, thing to root for, but <laughs> give me the under in this game. Yeah, I see Tennessee really wanting to 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 slow the, to run the ball a lot and not give Baltimore a lot of possessions. Yeah. So I like I like. I like the under on that one. As a matter of fact, I like the under so much that I'm going to take Tennessee in that game, getting nine and a half points. I love it because I think I, I, Baltimore's definitely, I think, clearly been the best team all year. 
except for losing the game to Cleveland. But they're uh, you're getting the best <laughs> team playing the hottest point. team. Yeah. This this game, I mean, it's exciting because yeah. Tennessee, you got to argue, is probably the hot. Yeah, the, Tennessee the, only has one loss. It's I think they're eight and one now. Yeah, coming coming okay. finishing down the stretch here, and, and so you don't want to. I mean. Doesn't matter how good you are when you face a hot hand like this. It's uh, things happen, and it's a mm. lot of points. It's a lot, mean, nine and a half, just too many points uh, for how well Tennessee's been playing. And like you said, if you, if you get a if you get a low scoring game, nine and a half is a big percentage of the points. I mean, somebody I was discussing this last night. Somebody did have a good point. It's almost like take uh, either take you know parlay Baltimore in the over or or Tennessee and the uh, and the under because that's basically you know it depends on 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 how the uh, the game plays out. But I would think one of those. One of those two scenarios, if Baltimore covers that 10, it's probably going over and vice versa. But I do like Tennessee here. It's it's nine and a half. Just, you know, come on. All right. Uh, For my second pick, uh, I'm going to pick the uh, the college game. Uh, You probably know who I'm going to like here. I like Clemson. I like Clemson. I've been a big Clemson. All the dogs. I like this. I know, right? A lot of dogs. (laughs) But I I, I mean, I liked them, you know, uh, two weeks ago. And. I kind of like that they're getting more points than you thought they would get, and that's solely due to the fact that LSU blew out Oklahoma, but Oklahoma just doesn't belong with those other three teams. I feel like those other three teams were much better. Oklahoma really didn't show up in that game, and LSU just played like a lights-out game, and I like getting five and a half points. I think that's too many points. And again, I know you know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but the Clemson coach uses that, and he uses that. He says, oh, we only got the three seed. Oh, we're an underdog. We're undefeated. We're the national champ, and he just really kind of uses that to get his players motivated and they play inspired football and I like that Ohio State played well early in that game and they but they held they hung in there Clemson they held in the field goals and they found a way and I could see a similar scenario against LSU so I say take Clemson and take the points I believe last year was a similar situation where they where Clemson was getting points against a, a hot offense and uh and Clemson just <laughs> shut it yeah. down I uh, Clemson's defensive line last year was like I think all first round picks. Yeah, it was a little, like uh, a little, they were a little more daunting. But uh, I, 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 uh, I initially like everybody. I mean, when you watch the LSU game, you're just like, who's beating these guys? But then you know, yeah. you see, you think about it you, uh, over a couple of weeks, and you, you, you get, you know. Cooler head uh, prevailed here. I, I flipped on this game. I, I was uh, initially probably like the whole country. Like L- they looked so incredible, like a pro offense out there. But again, it was against a, uh, a you know a mediocre team at best. So I, uh, I I do like this. Five and a half is a lot. It's a lot, and I'd say sprinkle something on the money line because if it is a close game, you could see Clemson figuring out a way to win because LSU has not been in a lot of close games this year. They've been blowing teams out. Whereas Clemson coming off that a, a good tough win against Ohio State and having two weeks off, if it's close, I could see them pulling out a win. You're not going to take blowing teams out as a negative too much, though. I mean, no, but I do honest. think you see this sometimes with a team that's in closer games against a team that's blowing teams out. You yeah. know, like it's, it's well, there's it's, a there's a playoff of NFL playoff stat somewhere. I can't remember exactly that teams that blow somebody out by more than say 25 points. Like lose the next week, right? Right. Absolutely. Stat. Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna throw a bonus in here too. I would th- I would throw some uh, some money on the under in this game. 69 is a a big big number, and uh, I think they're gonna play it a little more close to the vest here. And uh, I'll I'll take the under in the uh, Monday night showdown. It should be like this should be an awesome. 
I mean, I think this could be a classic, this one. It looks like a yeah, great— Yeah, two fun teams to watch. I, I'm excited for this game. Two exciting quarterbacks. It's going to be something else. All right, since we took all the dogs, i got to throw in a, a little a little parlay here. Money on underdog parlay. Give me, uh, give me Seattle and Clemson. We love, and then we're going to throw a little Lesko magic. We're throwing Minnesota in to really juice this, uh, juice this one. And when these three come in uh, Monday night, you can celebrate. It's going to pay a nice 26 to 1. Get involved. That's sweet. That's sweet. Covers the year. Takes care of a lot. Cleans up a lot of slop. Right, Clegg's Corner coming in triumphantly after uh, dabbling in the Span two and zero in the Spanish league. What? What? Why are we messing around with Premier? Why don't we just bet Spanish every week? Yeah, I don't know if it's the only picking two games or it's only picking the Spanish league, but one of those seemed to or both of them seem to work. But uh, I was going to say we should only pick the Spanish league from now on, but they're not. They're not playing this weekend. Oh come so, on, come on! As soon as you win Darn a couple, it. what do they got? They, Is it some break? They have a knockout tournament called the Copa del Rey. What's the Copa del Rey? It's the uh, the King's Cup. Oh, it's okay, the yeah, translation. Yeah, that. yeah. So that's like the FA Cup in England, uh, or the Copa d'Italia, and you know, in, um, in Italy, they all have like a knockout tournament like that. And this weekend is when uh, is when the one starts in Spain. So we can gamble on these games. You can, but like I was saying to Richard before the before the recording, it's it's tricky because the teams are not going to play their strongest eleven necessarily. Some of like the the best teams might. You know, but they also, if they get matched up against a really terrible team, they might play a bunch of the kids. It's just really hard to predict the outcomes of these cup games. Is it? I mean, is it easy to predict the outcome of any of these soccer matches? I don't know. <laughs> uh, my record would say no, it's not easy. <laughs> no, no. But uh, but I would say it's even more difficult. How's that for, uh, to do the cups? So. All right, good. Well, we're going back to three plays this week. I like that. So we're uh, going back to three plays. Right, we're going back to the English Premier League too, which uh, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> Come on, give us a little <laughs> something. I'm more confident here. Yeah. We're telling people to plunk their money down. I mean, like. All right, we're going to start Saturday, 10 a.m. Everton, they have a new manager, Carlo Ancelotti. They've been playing even better with Carlo Ancelotti. And uh, they're minus 118, which is a pretty good price for a home team playing against Brighton and Hove Albion. And, uh, Brighton I like, and Hove Albion. I love yeah, that. That's... Yeah, you just like saying that, right? <laughs> yes. So uh, I like Everton in this spot. We're going to go with the home team, uh, small favorite there. Then we're going to go... Back to our theory, which is uh, suspect at this point for sure, although it worked for us last week. And I, I have Spain. a feeling this is going to be a draw. Yep. We're going to pick a draw. Exactly. Right, it worked, draw. It worked last yeah. week. Lower it worked in Spain. It worked yeah. Premier Spain. League draw. Yep. So we're going to go with Bournemouth hosting Watford. And uh, Watford had a terrible start to the year. They've been playing a little better. They're scoring more goals. And uh, I could see this being a 1-1-2-2 kind of situation. So we're going for the draw, plus 240. Oh, plus 240. Nice. Love it. And then we're going to go to the Italian league. So Juventus is playing away at Roma, and Juventus is having another great year. Cristiano Ronaldo playing great again. They never lose, right? They, I, they, they don't never lose, but I mean, I don't know if that was good English. I don't want your yeah. Columbia professors to hear you say that that <laughs> sentence. So they're playing away at Roma, and Roma is uh, is a good team, not a great team. So Juventus is plus one eighteen on the road here. Oh, I love it. So I like it. We're gonna we're gonna roll yeah, with a Juventus. Good team with a positive number. Yep. So we got to throw these in a parlay, right? I mean, that's, that's a standard. Uh, that's, that's that's your standard action. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so uh, if you want to throw all three of these in a parlay, it's going to be thirteen to one. Oh, beautiful! I love it. You're getting two great teams and a draw. It's easy money. 
I'd say I'd say a, I see it a six. Do a six parlay that and the and the other the three underdog parlay. Yeah, right? yeah, maybe throw a six. six. <laughs> might go, maybe throw this in with the money line underdog parlay. What about swing. the what about the super parlay too? What, the, what, what eight, I mean, you know? it's, we're overdue. We are. Yeah, overdue. let's just this put is, it all together. I don't know. I mean, a thousand parlays to one. should be easier to hit than this. I don't understand. <laughs> Roll five bucks on each. Can one. We, take twenty. Do you want to talk to the math whisperer about that? Well, I was told there'd be no math. Quick recap so you can jot down this week's winners. I'm uh, taking Houston plus nine and a half out of Kansas City and the under in the Baltimore-Tennessee game, 46 and a half. Bill Lesko, his uh, Vikings plus seven. I'm assuming there will be some on the money line as well for him. Uh, a little bit of money line action, yes. I, uh, I, w- I mean, I like that play. What the heck? In for a penny, in for a pound. And uh, Tennessee getting juicy nine and a half at Baltimore. Richards taking uh, Seattle plus four at Green Bay. And in the, uh, in the big game Monday night, Clemson plus five and a half over LSU. The uh, the bo- we got a bonus play this week. I'm t- I'm saying under 69 Monday night, and uh, it should be uh, these should be some great games. We're taking all the uh, the road are these all road dogs. Oh yes, I think, all- I think road so. dogs had a pretty good year. But last time we did something like this, I think we picked all the worst teams in the league and did not do so it, well. Uh, it backfired a <laughs> yeah, little. Yeah. I'm nervous about uh, we might not sweep the card this week, but uh, it'd be it'd be shocking. But uh, I do like I just can't pass up all these points in the playoffs. I'm sorry, there's no. Uh, there's no way around it. The uh, the money line underdog parlay: Seattle, Clemson, and Minnesota pays a juicy twenty six to one. Clegg's corner: We have Everton minus one eighteen at home uh, to beat Brighton and Hove Albion. We have a uh, a draw in the Watford Barnmouth match, and then uh, Juventus away at Roma to win. That's uh, plus 18. The draw was plus 240. Sorry. Juventus plus 118. And I like to throw these in a par like Clegg went 2-0 last week. So hopefully he he continues with the hot hand. That pays a nice 13-1. to All right. We threw all six plays into the, uh, the, the big parlay like we do every week. That pays a juicy 48-1. to uh, we're overdue. Come on, let's get some of our money back here. It's, uh, I know they're tough to hit, but but you know we we, we you know we, we it's only six teams. It's Come only on. six teams. Yeah. This one seems doable, it seems right? Seems attainable. I think so. Yeah, double your yeah. money. Double double your bet That's on right. this one. That's so. right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything you guys want to plug this week? I got a couple things. One, uh, we, there's a new uh, deli in town, Pastrami House. We had a little uh, sandwich there today. Oh, delicious. Town of, you know, town's got a million great Italian delis, but it's nice to have a little pastrami and corned beef out there. It's about time. It's We've been, been talking about that for years. Lacking that the, a Jewish yeah. deli in a Hoboken for a real long it's time. Great. And people are uh, are flocking there. And hopefully the product tastes pretty good so far. Hopefully they keep up the, uh, you know, they keep up the, 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 the quality because uh, I think that should do great. Yeah, so good. And then there's just one other thing I want to say is that it's going to be I'm going to sleep better this year knowing I'm not going to see New England in the Super Bowl or Alabama in the national championship game. It is. <laughs> that's that's been great. a long that's time. Great. I wonder what those point. coaches yeah. do. They, they never make plans this weekend. <laughs> they're, they're probably, they're in, I want to see them both in Cabo together. They might be uh, <laughs> on the phone commiserating, just steaming. I wonder if they even do they are they are they sore losers? You think they're the kind of game guys that tune into these games? I don't think it's going to be a fun family vacation. <laughs> no, it's not. It was uh, it was. 
something to watch these guys to go. I can't. Belichick just looked so aggravated. It was uh, it was great. And uh, I'm just going to plug the football this weekend. You, you, you're not going to go wrong. There's going to be at least, what, what, do we, what do we have, five games, including the national championship? Guaranteed three, three great. Three of them are going to be great, maybe all five. Tune in. Get involved. It should be a good weekend. I want to thank my guests, my brother, Richard, the math whisperer, Salvatore. Thanks. Look, yeah, looking forward. Great weekend. Great weekend of football. Looking forward to it. As as in bon vivant fashion, Bill Lesko will be uh, will be down in Atlantic City. You're checking out the Bally's uh, book. It's yeah. supposed to be a nice one. Take take it down this week. You, you get some get some money off the tables. Throw some money on the games. And it was basically even nicer is with Philly out. I don't have to deal with all those Philly fans running around oh, Atlantic thanks. City. So God, they're, they're <laughs> so a little, a little nicer uh, time. Right, right. There'll be no no Patriots fans sprinkled around. It should be a it should be a good time down there. Good luck, not that you need it. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at PFTYPod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Boris Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.